Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Trying to find your winner thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals, the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel, and also, of course, Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Racing on the synthetic track at Packetham today, Mitchie Lewis has been in fine form. He joins us now. Mitchie, hello. Hello, Gareth. How was the weekend, mate? Yeah, it was good fun, mate. Terrific racing across the three codes. So it's going to be a big weekend this weekend. You've got... Um, Million Dollar Chase Friday night. You've got Victoria Cup Saturday night, Everest Day, and Caulfield Guineas Day. For us racing fans, especially the Giddy Up family that love all three codes, it doesn't get any better. It's the biggest week of the year, so we're ready to go. We're fired up, and we need some help from you to back a winner to kick off our punting week. Easy, hopefully. So what we're going to do, we're going to stick to our Monday theme, Gene. We're just going to chip away early in the week, so... I'm going to have two plays, and they're only going to be a unit each. So we'll kick off in race one. We're going to be with number three, Indian Jewel for the Price Kent team. So this horse has had one career start. I reckon it's going to be a pretty handy form reference going forward. So she was third behind a horse called Excess, who's the full to Lofty Strike. It was a maiden at Cranbourne. She wasn't too far away from a strong barrier three here. I'm expecting her to sit outside the leader, who I assume is going to be Ichibaru. I think she'll get a very good run and she should be strong to the line and I'm backing in that form reference. So one unit there for her. Yes. And then we'll go to race five, the staying race. We're going to be with number two, Van Carter. So disappointing last start, but I think uh, he's going to appreciate coming back down in trip. And he's also going to appreciate coming here onto the Packenham Stinso. So he loves this track. He's had six starts on this track. He's won three of those and placed in another two. And over the track and trip, he's got very good stats as well. So I think back on a track that he's comfortable on and back down to a distance that he's suited at, he should improve off that last start. And he's also down in grade, so it's another positive for him. So we're going to have a unit on each of those today, Gareth. All right, then. So Indian Jewel Van Carter, unit on both those gallopers there at Packenham on the synthetic track there today. And uh, just having a look at the prices that we're getting there for Bet365. So three twenty for Indian Jewel. And then in the fifth race, Carter at 3.40 for the Keys family. Love your work, mate. Go and get them this week, and we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Yep. Thank you, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Have a good one. There's Mitchie Lewis there. Let's catch up with Mickey Gannon, who's ready to go. He's done the form at the two New South Wales meetings today, Armadale and Queanbeyan. Mickey Gannon, welcome back. G'day, G. Yeah, let's kick off at Armadale. Um, pretty, two pretty tough cards here, to be honest, mate. But we'll go Armadale race one, number one. Uh, Rocker Pulco, getting around the $4.40 uh, mark. This uh, four-year-old gelding by Piero's on debut here. Looks good enough to get the job done. I think the favourite, what, Renero's a 19-start maiden. So, you know, it's been much chopped to getting the job done in this race. And I think uh, race one, number one, Rocker Pulco, we can have a unit on it to get the job done around the $4.40 mark, mate. Beautiful. So one unit there at four forty. What else are we doing, mate? 
Yeah, we'll go to Queanbeyan, a uh, horse by the name of Gravy Train Magpie. that runs around down uh, down that way. Gets uh, Jess Taylor aboard, rolls forward here, 1,460 metres. It's not a, you know, not an overly competitive race here. Getting around $3.20, I think it's going to control the race and get the job done for Grazi Bella. Race one, number four, Gravy Train Magpie. Love it. So nice and early, and then um, we get the cash, and then we look forward to tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think that's the key. It's pretty uh, pretty difficult day of racing there. We'll look forward to uh, Newcastle and Mwoolambar tomorrow, Jay. So a unit there at 3.30? Yeah, just a unit on each of those. Beautiful. Thanks, mate. Go and get them. Good man. Great to catch up with Mickey Gannon there. From one superstar to another, Darren Carroll is ready to go to go through his best. I, I think you'd love this track, Charlton, on a Monday Morning, afternoon. Gareth. Hello to you, Daz. Morning, Gareth. Yeah, I did like Charlton. Um, it's one of those tracks that... Um, taken me a little while to work out, probably longer than it should have, but um, you really got to be on speed at this track. So all my bets today are centred around that. Uh, so we'll play to play to maps. Um, there's three races I'm keen to bet into for a nine-unit spend. Uh, the first one is race two, number eight, Mr. Jim Ringle. Um, he will um, most likely be sitting behind the leader. Uh, we've got Glenn Bull on Sweet Creation, who just loves to lead. He's drawn um, gate one, so we follow through. Um, got a really good record at the track, Mr. Jim Ringle. Um, I think it'll sprint lane and uh, give us some almighty sight late. So three units at $3.40 on it. Uh, then we move to race four, number six, Capoy. We tipped this one last week, um, but it was the, the washed out meeting at Bendigo that still found another suitable race. It's only had two runs for the stable. Both have been really good. It's got gate speed. We'll be aggressive early, as we talked about last week. Shannon O'Sullivan's great on the leader. So in front, uh, it'll give it a mighty sight. I know it's short, but uh, we'll have four units on it at a dollar eighty. And then my last one is race eight, number one, my purple patch. Really caught my eye uh, first up at Horsham. It was off a five-month break. Um, sat right back in the field at Horsham and got to the line really good in its last two hundred. And its work after the line uh, was really super. Um, much better draw today, of course. Doesn't look like there's a hell of a lot of gate speed off the front. So I'm thinking it might even be a sneaky chance of leading, but it'd be leader or leader's back would be perfect. Uh, we're getting $5, and I'm keen to have a play on it at two units on it. So to surmise, race two, number eight, Mr. Jim Ringle, three units. Uh, race four, number six, Capoy, four units. And race eight, number one, My Purple Patch for two units. What would you make of Saturday night, mate, with the heats of the Derby, the Oaks, and the, the smoking up where um, Bulletproof Boy caused – he was the second favourite. He was well back, but he defeated um, – Catch a wave. He was back in fourth, but there was some there was some interesting results there from the weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was fairly tricky. But then, if you look at a post race, go, yeah, I can see why that happened. But yeah. first of all, the smoking up sprint. You just go. Scott Ewan was an outstanding drive. Uh, I think he learnt from the last time they met. But um, as soon as Kate pulled out on uh, Catch a Wave, he just took off, and therefore made it a very very difficult contest for Catch a Wave considering the third quarter was run at such quick speed. So full credit to, to Bulletproof Boy and Scott Ewan. He's a lovely horse, and mm-hmm. uh, it's great to see a bloke like Scott has some success. Um, you know, I'm not riding off catch away for next week. Um, probably would have needed that hit out, and uh, considering the way the race was run, it was very difficult for him to win. Uh, the Derby Heats, um, it's probably thrown it up now, Gareth. Uh, it's a very interesting race. The barrier draw is going to be critical. Um, the Lost Storm was a bit disappointing, I thought, and you'd agree with me there. Yeah. Um, he um, would probably need a good barrier draw, but 
Um, a good judge said to me before the race, gee, he, he looks a little bit fatter than he normally does. So he might be really beneficial um, from the run. So yeah. don't write him off. Um, and then obviously Petrarca was really good as well. But there's some horses in those races were outstanding runs. Like Perfect Class was great. And then the one that caught my eye was a horse called Celebrity Royal. It was only having that second start. It was enormous. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, they're the two horses. Yeah. I, I want to be on Perfect Class, I think, when there's more horses there with better chances, there'd be more tempo yep. over 2,700 metres. I think he's the yep. best stayer. Um, let's hope yep. Kez is all right to drive after that fall. And the, uh, the broke last... the wrist. Oh, did she? Yeah, oh, yep. that came out last night. Yep. So um, fracture in the wrist and right, we'll be then. out for at least a month. Yeah. All right, then. We'll, we'll, we'll chat about the, the Victoria Cup meeting as the week goes on. And we, yep. we know Barry those fields. today. Uh, sorry, Barry Jaws tomorrow morning. All Gary. right, mate. We'll analyse that. We'll get you one. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do a longer... Um, We'll do a longer facing the breeze and we'll get you on and Anthony Button will analyse these races. That's what we'll do. Good on you, mate. All right, mate. Thanks for that. That's 9.31 news time. It's Lark Creek over on the inside of the 2.50. Coming after her, Legato. The two big guns. Legato made the lead from Lark Creek. Aquacade's looking to spoil the party, but it's Legato in front. Aquacade is winding up on the inside from Lark Creek. It's Legato and a very confident Ryan Elliott. Whoa, she's back and she's back big time. Legato's Oh, that gives you goosebumps. We love to see the best horses bounce back. Or not bounce back, but come back in that type of form. And Legato missed, of course, the group won the Arrowfield last week, but on a better track in the Matter Matter um, uh, Cup, she was back to her best in a way, and she'll only improve, you would imagine, is thanks to Love Racing NZ. Let's catch up with our New Zealand expert, Butch Castles. Butch, hello to you. How impressive to the eye was Legato to you? Yeah, she was really impressive, Gareth. Uh, very soft on her was Ryan. Uh, home track. So, look, they made the right call, Misty Arrowfield. The rains came at Hawke's Bay, and that uh, track deteriorated. Uh, they've shortened up, her, uh, shortened up her time into the Golden Eagle by a week, but the benefit was that she only had to walk out of a box, and uh, she was uh, racing on her home track. Uh, she had it parceled up uh, a wee way from home when Ryan said go, and he gathered her up, and she was very, very impressive to the line. Look, she will uh, improve with that. She'll improve when she gets on top of the ground as well. And, uh, look, she'll take some beating in the Golden Eagle. It appears that um, uh, the good West Australian uh, mayor, Amelia's still going to stay for the Cox Plate. Is that right? No, I think, she's got, I, think, I think they've changed their mind again. I think she's heading to the oh. Eagle. Well, yeah, you, well, you don't they're like a box of chocolates, Walshie, these days. You just don't know what you're going to get um, with Walshie because if someone from Sydney rings him up, he, oh, we're going to the Everest. And then if someone from Melbourne rings him up, we're going to the Cox Plate because he's such a good bloke, he doesn't want to disappoint anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever's there, I tell you what, Legato will give them all they want uh, and some as well. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, come back really, really well and uh, she'll be awfully competitive. All right, then. So... She was impressive. What did you make of Prowess in her first up assignment this campaign after a setback in the early part of her preparation for the spring? Yeah, I think she was a pass mark. Uh, town crier uh, got away with it uh, pretty cheap on top, sprinted, and Prowess sort of looked like she spun around the corner a little bit. Wheels were going, and then she got going uh, the last bit. She was good uh, to the line. She certainly wants further than the 1,400 that she got on Saturday, and uh, she'll get that as she steps up in distance. Uh, she's a gorgeous mare who I think will take a little bit of racing, but I'm sure that they were pleased 
firstly to get to, to the races, get her campaign back on track, and then to see what they saw late in the race on Saturday. So a definite pass for Prowess. So she'll be better next time as well. She will have derived plenty of benefit from that. And uh, just not sure which way they are going, but uh, they'll pick out a couple of races, I'm sure, uh, in Australia uh, that she'll uh, look to be uh, very, very competitive. In. And, and I think... That 2000 is sort of going to be around about her sweet spot, this preparation. All right, then. That's exciting. And Super Seth, I think he's going to do a job at stud, and he got his first winner there on the weekend. Yeah, sure did. Poetic Dampian out of the uh, Pike Stable was very impressive in winning the two-year-old uh, race at uh, Hawara. There's a bit of money for uh, Castle, uh, the Castle Vecchio uh, horse of the Akia team, but the Poetic uh, Champion, he just put pay to them. He won with the official margin, five or six lengths. When he quickened, when they said go on him, he really showed a turn of foot, something that uh, was uh, so reminiscent of the sire. Very strong, muscular horse, uh, this bloke, and he uh, really looks like uh, he'll go on. He's in the Caracamillion. Million. That'll no doubt be the aim with him. Pikey will choose a path to that Caracamillion, Million, and for what we saw on Saturday, Super Seth, is going to be a force to be reckoned with for sure. A great start for another stallion at Waikato Stud. Thanks for that, mate. Appreciate it. Um, Butch, can't wait for this week as well. Um, the the build-up continues to our big races and uh, New Zealand to be represented by I Wish I Win in uh, the Everest. Yeah, huge this side of the yeah. Tasman with the TAB trackside taking the slot. Uh, there's so much promotion, so much around and it's a massive day's racing, of course, with the Livermore feature of our spring carnival at Hawke's Bay uh, into uh, the Everest with I Wish I Win. And I know there's so much goes on in the build-up to the Everest. It's very quickly become uh, a second sort of a Melbourne Cup this side of the Tasman. And uh, we all can't wait to see if uh, I Wish I Win can get the job done on Saturday. So that's interesting. We're about to discuss this with the means test. So... The Everest is as big as the Melbourne Cup over in New Zealand, or is it quickly no, closing? Not the, yet, no, but, it, but it's quickly. Look, when I was growing up, it was the Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup. Cox Plate was sort of snipping at the heels, but this Everest has taken on because of the way that uh, the Intain TAB partnership have worked yep. by taking I Wish I Win and promoting it everywhere. It's on mainstream television and mainstream television ads. We haven't had mainstream television ads for anything racing in New Zealand for a long time. They've grasped it. They've really pushed it and. Um, I'm sure that a, a certain Peter Valandis will be thrilled to bits with yeah. the promotion on this side of the Tasman to take the Everest to a level. Not saying it's at Melbourne Cup yet, but what I am saying is that it's quickly uh, become, in my opinion, the, 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 the second race that we're talking about in Australia being the Everest behind the Melbourne Cup. Imagine if Imperatrice was in there as well. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks for that, Butch. <laughs> Tiago Racing. I would have bought us. I would have gave, I would have bought a slot on their behalf. I'd have, I would have given David Ellis seven hundred thousand. Oh, Eight hundred. He probably would have needed. Thanks, mate. See ya. See ya. There's Butch Castles. Thanks for love racing NZ. Let's take a break. The means test coming up next. The Monday means test on this Monday on Giddy Up. Don't go anywhere. Johnny O'Neill and Wayne Hawks, the two biggest opinions in the game, to join me.